Hey everyone, welcome to Unrefined Women. I am your co-host Agnes and today it is just me for this episode. So in the last two episodes, Margaret and I made a part one and a part two of Roe v. Wade. Um, Surprisingly enough, our um, part two of Roe v. Wade came out uh, this week or last week, which was the same week where we found out that the Supreme Court of the United States had overturned Roe v. Wade. Um, So it is now officially up to the states um, whether or not they will allow or what their laws will be around abortion. So this is a very um, important idea and extremely unfortunate for a lot of states including the state of Arizona, which is where I'm currently residing. Um, I know in a lot of states, Illinois, Nevada, California, um, and a bunch of others, um, their state laws uh, do not change, and it is the same. So in the sense, like, you can still get an abortion in these states. But unfortunately, in uh, the state of Arizona, the governor, Doug Ducey, signed a law back in, I think it was April or March. Uh, I saw different sources saying different months. Um, he signed a law so that unless the woman um, woman's life is in danger, then a woman cannot legally get an abortion past 15 weeks of pregnancy. So obviously, as a woman, this is extremely disturbing. And I remember waking up the morning, Friday morning, the day that we found out, well, I think we found out on Thursday, I believe, but I did not find out until Friday morning. I opened up Instagram and one of our listeners had DM'd me and he said, Hey, like, I think he shared a post with me like, Oh my God. Um, I just listened to Roe v. Wade part two. It's crazy that you just put this out and we just found out that it was overturned. Immediately, I was in shock because I knew that it was coming, but you never really realize it's just one of those things where there's no set date and it just happened and it's just a random Friday and suddenly I'm hit with this, this news. So I remember even speaking with some of my coworkers, you know, at the end of the day on Friday, it's, it was a weird fucking day because we have to go on with our lives, even though we feel like the entire, the entire country has shifted and everything, all of the security and rights that us women have relied on have been taken away or are at risk, especially you know, it, who knows if you're living in the state of California or the state of Illinois, you know, states where abortion is still protected, that could be taken away depending on who is voted in in the future. So I, on Friday night, was already planning like throughout the week that I was going to go out with my partner, Patrick, and we were going to go watch a movie um, and, you know, just celebrate Friday. It's Friday night. And after I had found out the news, I followed this Instagram page called the radical Phoenix. I highly recommend following their Instagram page. If you, um, live in the Phoenix or Arizona, uh, Phoenix area area. Um, I saw that they were hosting an organized protest. 
I felt extremely nervous about going to the protest because I've never gone to a protest before and I wasn't sure what it was going to be like. It felt kind of unsettling, but I had kind of the whole day to really think about it because as a political science major in college and as someone that feels so passionate about this topic, I kind of had a conversation with myself like, this is your duty as a woman and as a political enthusiast to go out in those streets and protest peacefully, of course, but I cannot just spend my Friday night acting as if nothing has happened and just go and proceed with my plans and go watch this movie and act as if nothing happened because something has happened. So my cousin Jessica, who was in our Roe v. Wade part two episode, and I plan to um, meet up at my house and go to this protest. Mind you, I work with uh, criminal defense attorneys. So I had several conversations with many of these attorneys because I felt very nervous about going to the protest. And they actually gave me some really interesting pieces of advice. So my cousin Jessica and I were planning on just wearing super plain clothing, like, you know, no branding, covering our tattoos and all of that. Uh, because we didn't know what it was going to be like when we got to the Capitol in downtown Phoenix. Um, but one of the attorneys made an interesting point. He said, um, don't wear any sort of like uniform outfit. So don't wear all black. And this is tips if you go to a protest. I seriously high, highly recommend doing this. I cannot give legal advice, but this is what I was told. Um, don't wear any like black clothing or gray clothing. Um, wear whatever you like, wear normal day-to-day clothes, like jeans, t-shirt, um, let your tattoos be out. That's fine. Um, wear a mask. If you feel safe like that, wear sunglasses, if it's bright, but as long as you're peacefully protesting, which is, I believe the only way you should be protesting. Um, I don't believe in aggressively vandalizing or rioting no matter the cause, but Um, I highly recommend following those rules because if for any reason you are at a protest and shit goes south and, you know, there's a group of people that are vandalizing, more than likely that group of people are going to be following the similar sense of wearing all black or wearing some sort of uniform. And if you match what they're wearing, you are more than likely going to be arrested or the police are going to see you and just affiliate you with that group. So this is just a little peace of mind. Like if you're going to a protest, you can cover your tattoos if that makes you feel safer. Um, but I recommend just wearing whatever. Um, another tip that I did, uh, Jessica and I both wrote down our attorney's phone numbers. Um, so I wrote down a few people that I work with who knew that I was going to this protest and Sharpie. I just wrote it in big lettering on my arm just in case I like, I was really paranoid. I didn't know what it was going to be like, but if I had gotten arrested for protesting, I wanted to make sure that I had phone numbers in case I wasn't, you know, they didn't give me my phone so that an attorney could come get me and represent me. Um, so I highly recommend even Googling just criminal defense attorney before going to a protest and just the first person running down their phone number. Most attorneys have like, 
a overnight like uh, call-in system. So they'll be able to see your text message. A lot of attorneys are also on call in the middle of the night if that were to ever happen to you. Um, when we went to the protest, uh, we parked, we went up to the Capitol and there was already a lot of people. Um, but what I, the whole, the whole protest was actually a great experience because everybody was the perfect amount of angry and aggressive, like non-physically aggressive, like their energy was aggressive and angry and exhausted and hurt and sad. And because of that, we, we all banded together and everybody's holding their signs that are saying such powerful things about what it means to be a woman and what this decision has, how this decision has affected them or affected the people that they love or affected their community and fellow women that they're surrounded by. And experiencing that and marching with these people of all different ethnicities and genders and, um, just people, just all of these different people and marching and saying things like, like chants about women's rights and the right to getting an abortion. It was so empowering. And, um, I brought my camera with me because I have really been trying to dive more into photography. I love photography. I just don't really have a lot of opportunities to take pictures of things. So I actually, I did not hold up a sign at all because I just had my camera and I just took pictures of like everything. And those are all up on our Instagram page, which is Unrefined Women Podcast on Instagram. Um, I posted all of them. And just a little caption about like what's happening in Arizona right now. So the protest lasted about an hour. And at the end, there was like a 15 minute little um, speech where they, you know, they recited some um, things about where their mindsets were at and just the frustration of having to like refight the refight this fight that we have already fought for and how we refuse to let our uh, next generation have to fight for this again. Um, And just hearing these women and these people speak and young women too, I think that was also extremely powerful. Like, you know, women in high school and middle school talking about how this affects them too. That was extremely powerful and motivating to me. Um, at the end of the protest, so once they kind of like the Radical Phoenix, which is that Instagram page that kind of hosted the organized events, um, and mind you, there was thousands of people. There were so, so many people. Um, and up until that point, everything was great. So Jessica and I got the hell out of there um, as soon as the organized event ended. And I live about like 15, 20 minutes away from downtown Phoenix. And by the time I got home, Um, We were already getting, you know, sharing, my cousin and I were sharing videos from downtown Phoenix on like Twitter, um, news articles of police officers in downtown Phoenix that were shooting tear gas at people. There were some people acting a little crazy, trying to like bang on windows and things just like started going really bad um, on Friday night. And we were really, really lucky that we just got out of there. Um, and then I know something similar happened, uh, Saturday night. And then I, I'm assuming there's probably still some shit going down tonight. I'm recording right now on Saturday, on Sunday night. Um, so 
for anybody that wants to protest for anything, I highly, highly recommend going to some sort of organized event. So as for me, I was already following a local Instagram page. I'm sure you can find on any other sort of social media, um, just kind of an organization that they're saying, we're going to be here. We have resources. We are going to protect you. We are going to protest this legally, peacefully at this time. And then we are leaving. We, you know, our job is done. We are not going to engage in anything further for the safety of everybody. Um, if you could find something like that in any sort of city or area that you're by, I like almost I would not do anything other than that. Um, and I recommend going with other people as well. So whether that's like a family member, a partner, so, you know, a friend, whatever, a coworker, um, that would be super beneficial. So after the protest, I was pretty like fired up in the sense that I loved like photographing everything. I was able to pull up all the photos on my computer and just relive everything and be able to share it with the world on our Instagram. And that was, I just felt like I was reliving it. And every time I was reliving it, I just felt so much more motivation. And um, I just so much more thought out about this situation. So I feel like I'm ready to go to more like protests, I guess, just on different ideas. And it just started making me feel like how do I get more involved and not just with Roe v. Wade being overturned or anything regarding abortion but just topics in general and you know when the whole Black Lives Matter movement happened back in 2020 I think it was uh, 19 then and I kind of stayed out of it I mean I, I was it was good that I stayed out of it because I mean I did not live near a major city at all there was a lot of like Uh, stuff that was happening in that where I could have easily gotten into like trouble or you know I would have been unsafe but this was the first time that I really felt like motivated and kind of safe to go so I wanted to like now I want to get more involved and I live near a lot of you know Phoenix area has a lot of just Arizona in general we have a lot of uh, Native American reservations and even just joining them and protesting and so many other things that I can speak about and get involved in. And I feel like I never really went down that road. And now I'm like, I want to get more involved. So I've been thinking about ways to get more involved, like with my community and with uh, political matters. Um, The first tip, I guess, to get more involved is to peacefully protest do not engage in rioting. Do not engage in violence. That is not going to make the issue better. If anything, it's just going to piss off the people in charge and you're going to get hurt. Police officers in America over the last few years, like it just in history in general, they have orders to hurt you if you you do anything aggressive. That is not worth it. I don't think that any movement is worth it. We're not in the Hunger Games yet. (laughs) We're not in the Handmaid's Tale yet. So as of right now, I highly recommend peacefully protesting 
um, do not engage in violence when you're protesting. Um, the second tip is follow Instagram pages. Like I said, the radical Phoenix on Instagram is extremely helpful for me and my community. I'm sure you can find tons of other things, you know, honestly, like everyone laughs at hashtags. I don't know. People think it's like a meme or whatever, but hashtags are actually fucking amazing. And I love using them not to gain more likes or anything like that, but it's like Google. You can go on Instagram and you can just search hashtag Roe v. Wade in your city and you can get so much information just from doing that. Um, the same thing as if you did that on Google. So I highly recommend searching things on social media, um, different pages, different people that are involved and just kind of following what they're doing and checking out, um, how they're practicing, uh, their rights and fighting for their beliefs. Um, you can also join Facebook groups. That's also extremely helpful. Um, I know I don't really follow any Facebook groups since I don't really use Facebook as often as other social media platforms. Um, community Facebook groups is like super popular. A lot of my siblings do stuff like that. Um, and then also networking. So the whole idea of networking, that's another thing where I feel like people will laugh at that, but it is so, so, so important in today's day and age to network. And it's kind of a tricky way to define it. So networking is basically meeting people and building relationships for the betterment of yourself. And it's kind of sounds a little bit greedy in a sense, like I'm going to go out and build these relationships only so I can get to get from point A to point B. Um, it can be extremely greedy. So, you know, some people, I know this is an issue in uh, like popular areas like in New York City and um, like Los Angeles where people will just use others and use their friends, just become friends with them just for the fame or just for the money. Um, to me, that's not networking. That's just using and being an awful human being. But networking is, you know, kind of pushing your social anxiety out the door. And when you're at the grocery store, like say hi to people. When you're at a coffee shop, say hi to people, ask people what their names are, compliment people's clothing. Clothing. If you see someone at the gym and you think they're fucking gorgeous, tell them, unless you're being creep, don't be creepy about it. Um, say, Hey, I think you look so pretty today. Um, just stuff like that. I think that's so important because you never more than likely that's just going to end up being like a, um, very short exchange, but things like that can turn into conversations. You can make a new friend and that new friend can say, Hey, like I'm going to this thing tonight. I would love it if you came with me and you can go with them. Or if they go to like music festivals or they go peacefully protest or get involved in different things, you know, you could have never gotten involved in these things that you're passionate about if you never said hi to that person. Um, I think it's also really important with coworkers as well. It kind of depends on your workplace. For me, when I've, whenever I've worked in uh, like fast food or, you know, retail, I wasn't really close with my coworkers or anything like that. And I only work there for short periods of time. But right now I work at a law firm. So for me, like this is the perfect time for me to, you know, make friends with my coworkers and other people that I'm surrounded by 
because this can lead me down roads. Like they can teach me things that can help better my future and my education. I love talking about college with these people, talking about law school, talking about lobbying, talking about um, how they practice what they believe and um, why they practice what they practice. And if they feel guilty about certain things and um, asking about their clients and, you know, what is this person's story? And, um, you know, that court date that you just went to, how was it? So many different ways that you can just get engaged and start conversations with people where they can tell you things that you did not know yesterday. And now today you have all of this new knowledge that 10 years from now can completely change your life. So networking, I know I just went on a huge spiel about that, but networking is so, so important. People, you know, I'm not about like people out here getting rich because, you know, I'm kind of, I'm anti, I am anti-capitalist. Um, but a lot of people that are super rich get that from networking. And, you know, for me, wealth is so many different things more than just, you know, money. Um, but networking is such a huge tool to gaining wealth in any sort of means. Um, and then I guess like the last sort of tip I, that I have for myself is researching all aspects of your topic. So kind of similar to what I mentioned about researching on social media, just open Google, like my entire life. I've always been like, Google's my best friend because it is, um, whatever you search on Safari, whatever, um, Google and search internet search, whatever you're curious about. If you're in class or you know you're at work and you just a random question pops in your head about something so so random like what year did this happen or like what kind of clothing did they wear in the 1500s like I don't know something so random google it like it is free you're going to get the answer unless it's a really really weird thing that somehow is not on the internet you'll get the answer and now you know like i think that's so fucking dope to like have knowledge about something that is just so random and i think that you know when you meet people and they just have all these weird like uh facts like people that are just filled with facts about like the most random shit i think that is so cool like you're definitely the coolest person in the room if you just know random facts about random shit Um, so definitely Google if you have, or internet search questions that you have. So politics especially is such a huge and diverse concept. Even I, like I even feel guilty as a political science major. Like I don't even fully understand how the American government works. Like it is confusing as hell to me. Like I don't know a lot of this shit for the most part I do from, you know, prior education and from being in college. Um, but it is so diverse. So if an opportunity or a question or an idea comes in my head and presents itself, I'm just going to Google it because it's the best bet for me to, to learn. Or, you know, instead of researching it, you can go on YouTube and you can watch videos about it. Um, or you can listen to podcast episodes. One of my favorite things to do when I'm like doing cardio or going for a walk or going for a drive, I like just listening to like YouTube videos of people talking or listening to podcasts that can also be super beneficial. Netflix also has tons and tons of documentaries that they don't even will sh- they don't even show it up in like your main feed. Like if you look at the documentary section of Netflix, you will find so many cool things about just random topics. It's like an hour out of your day, but you just learned 
so much information that you did not know before. So that's pretty much kind of where I'm going to, I'm going to utilize these tools to move forward with my like new refounded passion and like actually making a difference in my community based on my beliefs. And I think it's so important for everybody else to get involved. And so many people are involved. And I think that's so amazing. And surprisingly enough, I feel like a lot of the people that are involved or the majority are minorities because a lot of these issues affect minorities most of all. So, you know, just in general, like it doesn't matter if you are, you know, a white, wealthy male, like I think that it is just as important for you to go out and learn these things as it is for other people, people of other ethnicities. So Hispanics and black folks, just or women in general as well with the Roe v. Wade situation. Researching this shit is so important because, you know, a lot of people make the joke, like, I'm going to become the president of the United States. Well, I don't know who the president of the United States is going to be next, like, or, you know, in 20 years, it's going to be one of us. And you want to make sure that if for some fucking reason you're, you end up being the the president of the United States or just a person in charge in politics, you want to make sure that you're ready and that you did your research when you were younger and when you were more impressionable when, so that you can relate to the issues that are happening right now. And the thing, like the things that are affecting people that have been targeted for so long and, uh, people that like non-white people, Um, women and, you know, the working class, like look into that shit, like look into where they're struggling right now, because you don't know where you're going to be 20 years from now. And when you're older, and at least from my knowledge, I, you know, have see a trend of when, as people get older, they kind of lose their sense of being influenced. And a lot of people don't like influence, but I love influence. Influence is intuition. Influence is empathy, sympathy, feeling for other people. It is love to me. It is care. And there, you know, it is easy as people get older to kind of lose that sense. So while you have that sense right now, do your research. It will not cause any harm unless you're researching and you get influenced by something fucking crazy but or something that you know like QAnon bullshit but just make sure that you're taking action on things like the questions that are coming up in your mind so um if anybody's curious and wants to see the photos they're up on our instagram page under find woman podcast on instagram Um, you can also check out our Patreon, which we now have a Patreon where we're sharing more updates on, you know, our personal lives and just, you know, blog posts, different stuff that's, that's going through our heads. Um, so I definitely recommend checking that out. Um, and if anybody has questions about anything, seriously, don't hesitate to DM us. We're not like those people that will like never respond. Like we pretty much respond to everybody. So, uh, please ask us if you have any questions, if you live in the Phoenix area and you have questions about protests or, um, shit, even if you're pro-life and you have questions about, 
you know, where we stand for being pro-choice, like ask us, like, I have no judgment towards you for your beliefs. Like I am just here to share facts. I am here to share my truth and I'm always open to listen to other people's truths. So I hope everybody has an amazing week and I'm so excited to talk to you guys next week. Thank you. We believe in the power of taking even one minute a day to breathe and find gratitude in the little things. Wherever you are, if you are able, close your eyes, take a deep breath in and out and reflect on something that you are grateful for today. We are so honored that you could join us in this discussion today and we hope you have a beautiful week. If you enjoyed today's Unrefined Woman podcast episode, please be sure to like, subscribe, and share. To check out other episodes, please visit our website at unrefinedwoman.com, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. To stay in the loop and receive access to additional content, please follow us on TikTok, username Unrefined Woman, and on Instagram at Unrefined Woman Podcasts. Special thanks to Walter Birdsong for the album cover, Margaret Rainey for our podcast music, Andrew Cioni for our gratitude prompt music, and Sean Butcher for editing and production. Thank you so much, and we'll see you next week. Bye.